Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This roar of the day. As possession goes from England to Wales, Alan Wynne-Jones. Wales in no rush, but at some stage they're going to have to clear their lines. Jonathan Davis. Straight down the field towards George Ford. Back come England. Farrell. Elliot Daly. Cuthbert chases him down. Elliot Daly for England scores. And welcome to the sixth of final Six Nations preview. And my voice is about to collapse like a reset scrum. So joining us is a woman who's been more brutally shunned by Eddie Jones than Danny Cipriani ever will. <laughs> uh, Jessica Eden is with us. How are you doing, Jess? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Jess, obviously, um, we've asked you to come on to, to talk about, obviously, the, the Six Nations and, and plead the uh, the case for England. But first of all, obviously, your, your, your specialist subject, I suppose, is women's rugby. Um, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that at the minute. Obviously, this, the, the Women's Six Nations was moved to April. Um, how do you think, obviously, that's going to go as a whole, not necessarily, not necessarily for England, just for the Six Nations as a whole? I think it's a fantastic opportunity for the women's tournament to stand on its own two feet. Um, I think it's a good chance to test that out and see how it works. I mean, um, we're speaking on uh, Tuesday, the 2nd of February, and we were meant to find out on the 31st of January when the fixtures were going were gonna to be we still haven't heard um this morning we were told we'd hear today we still don't we still haven't heard anything um so we don't even know when the fixtures are we know that there'll be april may time um but yeah it's a bit of a change it's a bit different it might mean that more people watch the women's six nations it that would be a fantastic thing for the sport so i'm quite positive about it i think it comes at a brilliant time on the run-up to the uh, world cup in september october over in new zealand so it's a good opportunity, I think. Yeah, I'm very much in uh, Elna Snowzill's camp on here as well. Of it, not only to take it out of the shadow of, especially on the media front, where it's kind of tucked away on a red button after a, a men's game, but yeah. that that nicer weather coming in. I, I don't know how many times I've I've banged the drum about let's move games towards the summer, 
I'd, I'd, I'd love a summer season. So I mm. think April into May, it's, you might get that bit of a nicer weather and a more flowing game and enjoyable rugby. And we're seeing some good games anyway in the women's game in the, in the English Premiership. So yeah. fingers crossed we'll see our transfer across. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, and as you mentioned, obviously, he then goes into the World Cup after. Um, I, I know, obviously, you think Scotland and Ireland still have to qualify. Um, in regards yeah. to England and, and Wales, obviously, what do you make of their chances? I know Wales have got a group of death, but how do you think they're going to go? Well, um, Wales are, to be honest, Wales and Wales women are my favourite team um, because I was lucky enough to um, go to university with a few of them. And Shuan Lily Crap, Wales captain, was uh, my head of rugby and a friend of mine. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I have to say that I, I love Wales women to bits, um, but they have had a terrible group. Um, and unfortunately, I, I can't really see them progressing out of the group stages um, as much as Warren Abraham's coming in and Rachel Taylor as a skills coach as well has been brilliant for Wales. Uh, I would have to be honest there, um, despite loving the girls and thinking that it's a fantastic team, I can't really see them going past the group stages. England, on the other hand, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a, New Zealand England final I just I think that's just a absolute definite uh New Zealand on home surf uh, on home home surf home turf <laughs> <I'm>, I, <laughs> um I think that they'll uh, probably might edge it I'd love to see uh England win but yeah I can I can't really see the the black ferns losing on home soil that's what I was going to say <laughs> so what you what you're trying to tell us is regardless which form of the game we watch as Welshmen we, we're in for a difficult time and as an England fan you're going to be better off is that, <laughs> it's a it's a year of doom and gloom for us and <laughs> I feel like you're dragging it out of me to to say <laughs> to be anti Welsh here, um, but no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't think it's a great year for a Welsh rugby fan, uh, to say the least. But um, I don't know. Let's see. You know, there's no one more anti Welsh than Welsh rugby fans, anyway. So uh, they, yeah. they, it's not personal. They know that. <laughs> on that note, then let's get cracking on the uh, on the Six Nations. Obviously, that's going to start at the weekend. Um, talk us through, obviously sort of a few players in the England squad you thought maybe surprise inclusions or players that you thought should have been there that aren't? Well, it's a difficult one um, this year. Obviously, the squad is so small um, and it's it's just so difficult. There have been so many exclusions of people who should have been in the squad. I think the, the biggest exclusion for me is Sam Simmons. It's been said time and time again and his brother Joe as well. I mean, I don't know what um, Mrs. Simmons did to Eddie Jones back in the day, but she, ha- you know, he hasn't forgiven her. Um, so I do feel very sorry for the Simmons boys. I feel like they both really deserved a place in the squad. Um, Jack Willis was one. Obviously, he's come in now. Um, he was in the shadow squad, but he's looking to replace Underhill, who's injured. Um, I mean, I think that's brilliant. I think he's a, a fab player. Um, I was a bit disappointed that he wasn't in the squad at the start. Um, I'm really excited to see how he comes along uh, in the tournament. Lots of it's kind of really about the back, the kind of back row that was causing a lot of the complaints on Twitter. Uh, lots of people saying that Mark Wilson didn't deserve his place, but he's actually probably my favourite England player. So I was very pleased to see see him there. Um, but yeah, I think we are struggling a little bit um, in the back in the back row. Um, that's that's where I think we're a little bit off balance at the moment. We haven't really got much strength in number eight. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a difficult tournament really to go into for all teams. Um I think England are in a particularly strong position. 
I mean, um, our front five are world class. We've got try got a this is testing my knowledge. Um <laughs> Ellis Genge, um, Will Stewart, Johnny Hill, Luke Cowan Dickey, Atoje, Jamie George, lots of really key talent there. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just kind of in the 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 back row where we might struggle a little bit. It's a strange one, that back row, because like the names that are there are quality players. What you say it's that yeah. variation in names, and then because they've boiled that squad down in the main squad, the depth doesn't particularly. No, it'll be interesting to see how they use that that shadow squad. Sounds like something like a yeah. Marvel to me. <laughs> it does. Some sort of band of villains in the shadow squad, but yeah, it. it I agree. Like it'll be interesting to see how they use that because it does seem slightly unbalanced. And it'll yeah. Be, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. to. See, I think uh, Tom Curry will be fantastic, as he always is. He always kind of brings that um, masterclass to the position. But it's it's the number eight position that worries me yeah. the most as an England fan, um, because Billy's older. He's, you know, frequently injured. We don't have much depth there. We don't really have much cover. I mean, um, Mark Wilson can play eight if he needs to, but it's not really a position that we have much cover in. So... Yeah, that's that's a concern, I think. I, I'm very much with you. I'm on the the Mark Wilson uh, train. I'm a big fan of Mark Wilson, and his arms. I'd like. I I think the trouble is I lose off a game because I just marvel at Mark Wilson's arms. They're like oh. unbelievable arms. You know what? I think the reason that I love him so much is I was reading a piece about him ages ago in an interview about how he got into rugby and he was just basically a PE teacher, didn't think he was any good. He couldn't get into his school team. Um, and then his teacher said something like it was like a film, like, oh, if you can run this race that the school's doing and do really well, you can get into the team. And he like won the race and he got into the team and <laughs> You know, his teacher didn't think he was any good. He's a proper underdog, um, Mark Wilson. And a, and a, just seems like a lovely guy. And I went to um, Penny Hill Park two years ago now. And I got a cab from the station. And the guy said to me, oh, I had Mark Wilson in my cab the other day. And I don't follow rugby. Um, and he spent the whole journey just talking to this cab driver about the cab driver's life. And did mention ah. once that he was a, a professional rugby player and played for England. <laughs> didn't even mention it <laughs> and I think that's so lovely and I, I've got a soft spot for for any falcons or bears as well so yeah, yeah he's always welcome so <laughs> looking at those areas as well you said that the uh, props are a little bit unbalanced or lack in depth if you could swap any one player out from that that England squad for any other player in the Six Nations who are you going to take this is a this is a tough one um, because there are so many people who I might consider swapping, um, but I think a player who was just absolutely fantastic uh, at the Six Nations last last year, um, even though it wasn't that long ago, uh, was Dupont. So I'd have to get him in my team, um, and I, I say that I was on the panel that was choosing the Six Nations Player of the Tournament, and we had to put three players forward, and I just wanted to put Dupont three times because I just really couldn't <laughs> think. Of anyone to challenge him for it so yeah um I guess that would that would mean probably Robson out um because you'd have to have Youngs in so yeah I would say yeah let's swap Dan Robson for um DuPont that's a good call <laughs> oh I'm excited to see how Randall plays as well again but just because, yeah. probably just because he's a beer but still and shouldn't be playing with Wales but never mind um, <laughs> um... I was waiting for that <laughs> 
Um, in regards, obviously, to the players that are there for, for England and Jess, who do you think are going to be the standout ones for England this year? Oh, standout players. Um, Max Mallins, if he can get through and get, get a game, I think he'd be a, a great uh, player to watch. He's explosive. Um, I think that he maybe has a bit more explosiveness in him than some of our backs do. I think that maybe if he can get some game time, he can prove that uh, to Eddie. I think that would be brilliant. Um, Harry Randall, as you say, I think he could be good if he could earn himself a cap. Um, I'd like to see him play. And again, Jack Willis, uh, as I said earlier, he I'm really excited because he won Players Player last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he's just a lovely player to watch and really exciting. So I just I'd like to see see him. Um, but this always kind of the, the more experienced players are always going to be brilliant to watch. Uh, Tom Curry is going to be great. Um, and of course, Maratoje, you have to say it. You can't really talk about standout players without no, talking exactly. about Toje. But maybe kind of looking at the newer players uh, that I'd like to see do really well. Max Malins, Harry Randall, Jack Willis um, and Adogbu as well. Uh, the Wasps. Um winger who's just been absolutely fantastic in the uh in the last few few games i've watched him so yeah mm-hmm. exciting times though i was hoping you were going to say earl as well and we could have gone for a base tree or i really i'm going full base propaganda then <laughs> 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 yeah i like benel we'll see what you can do you've already proven you've got uh extreme depth of rugby knowledge of men and women so we'd really like to test it with a question. Um, who's got the shit to say, Kat? <laughs> In the England squad. Yeah. In the England squad. It's uh, As much as I love him and think he's a, a, a lovely person, um, I don't know him, but who seems lovely, <laughs> it has to be has to be Johnny Hill. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it, it had to be someone from Exeter. Like, regardless yes. of who you picked, it was going to be an Exeter player. Absolutely. I, think... I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's there's a hairdresser who's, who's money for old rope in Exeter. I'm not sure where they got trained, but they they're really pulling a scam down there. Yeah, it's a Gloucester fan. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you make of England's chances for the for the tournament itself as a whole, then, Jess? Well, I I couldn't be coming on as an England representative without saying England Grand Slam um, because we're notoriously cocky. Um, so I, I'd have to say that. <laughs> um, but that's probably not where my heart is. Um, I think anything below a Grand Slam would be considered a failure now, seeing as we've kind of done so well uh, in the Six Nations last year, the Autumn Nations Cup. Um, so I think that... I, th- I could see, uh, I could see the Grand Slam. I think the only competition we've really got is France. Um, maybe if France really bring their A game, which they almost undoubtedly will, because the form that they're they're on at the moment, um, we might lose to France. <laughs> but that's, I guess, I have to say that England will uh, will be will will do well. We've got um, Scotland first, so that's in next Saturday. I think that Scotland are just about the only other, the only home nation that are on the up at the moment. Um, sorry, guys, but Wales and <laughs> don't apologise. You're spot on. So. <laughs> yeah, Wales and Ireland are doing too too well at the moment, um, which is understandable. I mean, I've said to you guys before, like I've got such a soft spot for Wales. Um, 
I I really do love Wales and whenever Wales have played anyone but England I want Wales to win 100% like that's I mean I, I really am like a, a proper I mean I've got photos of me at Welsh games in full Welsh gear I, I mean I look like I look like um like I like I own the Welsh rugby union shop. Like I'm just <laughs> so what we talking like cow, cowboy hat. hat, yeah, cowboy hat, daffodil. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get the the dragon put on my face on. Um, <laughs> oh, what's the street? Is it uh, in Cardiff, the main street where all the on, bars on are? Oh, on. Uh, Mary on St Mary Street, yeah. St Mary Street, yeah. yeah. I get the the dragon put on my face. Yeah, I'm the worst English person ever. Um, <laughs> but I started playing my rugby in Wales. Um, so and I lived in Wales for four years, so I do have a real soft spot. I'm, <laughs> I must say, but um, yeah. Sorry, uh, Wales and Ireland probably aren't doing very well at the moment, and I can't really see them being that impactful uh, in the tournament. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see England. Uh, I think England will do pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think Head says it's probably a straight shoot between England and France. I mean, my heart still says that Wales are going to click and it's, it's going to work. And I've yeah. got a bet on us finishing second. But <laughs> have you really? Ha- how, how much have you put on that? Uh, not a lot, but the odds are great. <laughs> I've gone for France first and Wales second. And honestly, the odds are fantastic, so I had to go for it. We had a conversation about this the other day, saying that it, that he could go into the last game against France in away in Paris. Wanted us to lose so he could win his bet. I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd still take the win over the money. I'd still take the win over the money. Depends how good the odds are. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that good I'll, I'll take the win but, what, good, but they're not that the, good what were your odds on the top price scorer George North wasn't it what were the odds on that I can't George, even remember they were good six, they were 60, really 60 to, yeah 66 to 1 was George North yeah. for top he's looking good for the Ospreys yeah <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes um, obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic which won't be breaking news to you I know uh, if you have to <laughs> what <laughs> If you had to lock down with one Six Nations player, who's the player you'd least like to lock down with? Oh, this is really hard again. Um yeah. because I feel but it but it's not. It is I, I think the one I I would I just argue all the time, I think, with Courtney Laws because we just differ on our opinions about the place of women in society um and if we should or shouldn't allow women. <laughs> so it's just all the stuff about <laughs> Uh, just uh, maybe not women but all his the stuff he says about um, how people should be married and you should focus on getting married and stuff like that I just feel like we would differ horrifically um, and as much as I respect him as a player and think he's fantastic and I think if we if we did meet we'd probably get on I just think if I was locked down with him um, I'd end up uh, either killing himself or me so I'd probably <laughs> say <laughs> say um... me I will say that's exactly who my pick would be as well. We've I've, I've had run-ins over the exact same issues in the past yeah. with uh, Courtney and a few of his cohorts. So uh, yeah, I I pick exactly the same person. So you're fine there. But I have to say though, the person who I would want to lock down with the most is either Johnny May. Um, not just for the obvious reason of him being <laughs> amazing to look at, but just he's just so he just seems like such a lovely, sweet person. Um, but but Ellis Genge as well, just such a character. Like how yeah. lovely would it be? Just, I think yeah. I'd like to lock down with, with Genji or Maro. I think Maro Toji seems great. I think that the trouble yeah. with locking down with Johnny May is I imagine he'd have you awake at like 
five in the morning to go for a run or do stomach crunches yeah. and I, I can't live that life I yeah or I ask be... you where babies come from or something <laughs> <laughs> I want to be drinking cans watching games with Alice Genge that's where I want to be yeah he seems like such a laugh doesn't he yeah he seems he great and, I, I'd say, and I've got so much love for Mara Toji in this past year yes like Itology when he first comes through before he did a lot of the press stuff, we'd watch him on the pitch and I thought that I would hate him when yeah. he's moving and his clapping and I thought, oh, he's like the ultimate player that I and I absolutely love him. He's such a great guy off the pitch. So yeah. yeah I think Maro would be a contender for me as well. Can I ask from the Welsh squad, who would be the person that you would least like to lock down with and who would you most like to lock down with? Oh, see I haven't considered my own questions. No. From we the Welsh squad. <laughs> I can't. I think uh, he's not in the squad, but I think Rob Evans could possibly be both. I think he'd be the player I'd most <laughs> and least like to lock down with. I think um, least, and this is nothing to do with his, his rugby ability, but purely because I think he would irritate the hell out of me. Is Dan Bigger? Yeah. Oh just, yeah, I can see just, that one. It's just going to be the same arguments constantly. Like it's, it's, I can't have it. I'm I'm probably one of the least argumentative people I know. And I, I can't have it. Like this is not not going to happen. Most, um, well, can I, am I allowed to say it, Steph? Am I allowed to say Dan Didier or not? Is yeah, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I, like, we had a, we had a bit of a debate on a pod recently about, and I, I was sort of vouching for Dan to get called back up, and I'm, I'm a bit yeah. smug of the fact that he has. So I think <laughs> I just think he's um, in the form at the minute for club is just ridiculous, uh, and I think he fully deserves yeah. it. And I think I think when it's named later in the week, you'll start at six. Yeah, I I think I'll go for um, Gareth Davis for least, which uh, despite me loving him as a player, and I'm a Scarlets fan. I I think we probably would clash because uh, I can be quite argumentative, and he seems very argumentative, and I don't want him chasing me around the living room with a shoe. <laughs> and uh, I think most is it's got to be Tolupe, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So yeah. chill, yeah, relaxed, laid back man. I think yeah. he'd be great to live with. I'd love to live with Delupe. However, I'm surprised that we're both Welsh and we haven't mentioned God. Sorry, I mean Adam and Jones. Um, he sh- <laughs> he sh- he sh- would be too intense. He'd be a nice yeah, guy, yeah. but he's too intense. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I don't think the man sleeps. But I do agree with the damn bigger <laughs> one because you can imagine, like, if you said, oh, is there a draft in here? He'd, like, get up and pick the carpet. <laughs> pick up the carpet, <laughs> just drop it. All the time, <laughs> imagine being really dramatic. <laughs> tosses right into you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's coming from this way. <laughs> He's like, yeah, there's the door. And you probably ask him to mi- ask uh, him to make you a cup of tea, and he'd start doing the big arena first, wouldn't he? It's just not going to work. <laughs> turn the cat on. <laughs> you know what though, Dan Bigger, his wife um, or girlfriend, I don't know. She's a um, a cake maker. And she's like a, an amazing cake maker. She sells her cakes. Um, so he'd be good because you might get cake. Yeah, that's a good point. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> all I'll say in his defence. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Jess, you're a saleswoman for England then. Sell it to us. Why are England going to win the tournament this year? You realise I have to sell my own nationality to myself yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, so... I think selling England winning a Grand Slam is probably easier. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, if I have to kind of live with being English, then yeah, I could probably. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, so if, okay, so England obviously won the Six Nations uh, and the 
uh, Autumn Nations Cup last year. Uh, we've in the last year we've played nine games, lost one against France, which was a year ago today. Um, twenty twenty four seventeen, I think it was. Um, close, uh, but yeah, not not close enough. We are currently the second in the world, um, and we have been the most successful team. Uh, because we only lost one in 2020. So I think that that's a pretty good place to be in before we go into a, a new tournament. But coronavirus means that nothing is predictable. Um, France are in uh, insane form. So on insane form, sorry. So I think that they're definitely one to watch. But yeah, that's why England will win the Six Nations. <laughs> I did like that you gave us the glimmer of hope at the end as well. Yeah. Yeah. the brutal fact that England are the best team in the tournament. Well, but France might do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah so but no. <laughs> <laughs> to try and add a little something a little bit more jovial for us, because that was particularly difficult to you because you're so right. Um Inverdale, Woodward, Jiffy, Shark Marry Avoid. No, Shark Marry Kill. Oh, I was I was gonna tore it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can kill any of them. Um, oh god, that's such a tough question. Um, you've got to marry Jiffy because he's a sweetheart. He has a lovely house um, in the Mumbles, I think. Um, yeah. Just a lovely man. I think that he would. I'd just get on really well with him, and I'd love to hear all his stories and stuff. So yeah, I'd marry him. And then it's the the shag or kill because I don't or, or shag or avoid. Uh, it would have to be. A Woodward shag and avoid infidel. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I think he said some things at the tennis that would justify you avoiding infidel anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the final sort of, I suppose, straight question for you, Jess, is give us your prediction then one to six of the order of how the table's going to finish. If you promise not to hang up the phone on me straight nope, after. that's fine. Okay. We'll do it before. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll do it after number one, England. Okay. <laughs> um, France, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Italy. Uh, but I just want to just want to say, just to justify um, that, uh, England or France are very close. As I say, like I, I I've kind of feel as, as the England spokesperson on this, I'm putting England first, but... Um, France really do have a good chance. Ireland, Scotland and Wales, I mean, it really could go anywhere. Scotland, as you know, are like so kind of growing at the moment and feel like they're really on the way up. They seem to be finding their way of playing. Wales, I think, are just in a bit of disarray at the moment. You know, their dad's left in Gatland. They don't know what's going on. Um, they're not quite sure on their new stepdad yet. But uh, and yeah, and Ireland are quite similar, just trying to find their feet. So not quite sure what's going on there. But um, yeah, unfortunately, I think it. Well, it's, I mean, Italy at the bottom, and then Wales, I think, would be second bottom, fifth. Sorry. No, that's, oh, that's completely fair. I think I think fair. everyone we've done so far has either been that same order or has said the point that you made that three three to five could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, and the, the top two are set, and obviously it depends where they go on Italy, obviously going to finish bottom, apart yeah. from our good friend Rhiannon, who thinks they're going to do a Grand Slam, but whether that happens <laughs> or not. But she, is, I, she was slightly uh, hoodwinked into it by you know, being our Italy correspondent, yeah. but uh, she is going for an Italian Grand Slam with a Parisi drop goal in the final minute, yes. and started <laughs> at 15. So <laughs> I mean, if happen. she's right... 
I bet she got better odds than you did. So <laughs> I do. So my odds are not that good. But uh, well, it's it's crazy days we live in. So who knows? Who knows? So uh, we'll finish off with just some quick fire questions. So they're either ors. Um, I'll give you two options, and you just pick one. And you don't have to okay. give any justification for any of them. Uh, okay. BBC or ATV? ITV. Mac or Billy? Billy. Uh, Spice Girls or Girls Aloud? Spice Girls. Elliot Daly or Emily Scarrett? Emily Scarrett. That's the right choice. Gravy <laughs> or curry? Gravy or curry? Yeah. Curry. Oh. Rupert Bay or Paddington Bay? Uh, Paddington Bear. Red Roses or Cadbury's Roses? Red Roses. And Tom Curry or Annika Rice? <laughs> Tom Curry. <laughs> completely safe. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a moment then. I was like, what? <laughs> Don't worry, because I had one of those um, when he, he caught me out on the Welsh one where he said George North or Kanye West. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good note to end it on. Thanks again. Thanks so much, Jess. And uh, hopefully we'll get you back on at some point and we get to, to shine a bit of a spotlight on the women's game. Um, it's something that we've been talking about for a while and so we want to do it as yeah. a proper podcast. So if we can get you back on, that'd be absolutely superb. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me and thanks for answering my questions on Wales as well. It was no good problem. to get you. Yes, the first one to come back. I really like that. You could see. Yeah, yeah, kind of a journalist. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, you can see who the journalist is. Because <laughs> it's clearly not us. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. I really enjoyed it. No problem. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks again, Warren. That, that's nope. us all wrapped up for all six, uh, all six podcasts. So thanks very much, Jess. It's a hell of a closer. You've been listening to Rock and Roll in association with health and adversity, tackling mental health together. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.